Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number three already. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing this outdoor show. This morning is Jace and... All right, uh, we've got three hanging on already. We've got uh, Robert Savillo. We'll go to him first, but uh, we have Mike Smith and Rick Bice. You guys hang with me. I'll get to you as soon as I can. Robert Savillo, Port Isabel, my man. What's up, buddy? Okay. Morning, Mick. What's How you doing, on? brother? All right. Fixing to go out and chase something, I guess. You got any good tiff stories for me this morning? <laughs> yeah, hold on a minute, Hang on a second. All right. Are those fish you're putting in the box or are you just loading the boat? Nah, I'm in my I was getting some bait. Hold on. Getting some bait. Um, let's well. see here. I know there was like I heard there was six believe it or not, I don't know if it's true, but six thousand entries what yeah now i you know most of them are offshore i i would assume normally the bay's like 1500 1600 i think it was a little down this year like maybe 1200 i'm not too sure but yeah uh, but um let's see here leading in the barracuda 2225. Black drum, 1390. That's a good one. Uh, Black pin tuna, 1875. Blue marlin trophy points. What? Hey, what was the name of that boat? Didn't Flog have a boat down here? Uh, yeah, 
uh, Cameron's on it. I I don't remember the name. I think he's on Rod's boat. I don't know the name of Rod's boat. Okay. Bonita, 4.60. Dolphin, 33.90. That's a good one. Flounder, 5.50. Wow. Jack Gravel, three pounds. <laughs> three pounds on a jack. Yeah. Yeah. Hit. Uh, King Mackerel, 38.45. Lean, 19.85. Oh. Uh, selfish, 50.50, 50.50. Snook, um, 5.65. It was windy. It's, for some reason, every year at Chift, it's windy. Oh, yeah, Man, you can I, bank on it. Yeah, a long time ago when I used to fish it, it was it's always windy. Um, Mike Crane on the trout, 4.30. Boy. Uh, Chift's one of the few dead weigh-ins I think there still is. As for a lot of terms, have cut trout out, but Chift's hadn't changed anything. Right. Um. They don't tell how many fish they kill. Uh, Wahoo, 73.50. There you go. Um, white Marlin, 76.50. It looks like this offshore boat, Quantified, had a bunch of catches. I see their name up there a lot. Um, right. Yep. Yellowfin tuna was 40.75. They don't have anything listed on tarpon yet. Um, there's three offshore boats tied with points at 800. Two of those boat, two of those uh, points will come from that boat called the Qualified. So right. But yeah, that's that's about it. What I got right now, anyway. Well, big weekend down there, man. Yeah. The biggest tournament on the Texas coast. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. It's been going on a long left. time. Yeah. Yeah, we got a few of them left to go here. We still got the API tournament, uh, Ladies Kingfish, um, and the Redfish Rodeo is coming back here this year. They used mm -hmm. to be here. They were in Galveston, the Ladies Tournament. Right. They're, they're in September. Well, just trying to get through all this heat and wind. I don't. I mean, <clears throat> really crazy conditions this year for, for this time of year down here. It really is, man. And, it, and it, down here, it, you know, it's so shallow, man. The wind. They don't don't agree with us down here this time of year. No, not with them hot water temperatures. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Probably gonna have to pull a rabbit out of the hat today if the wind comes up on me. But try to get out there early. You got a trip this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, I wish you the best. <laughs> yeah. Might well, have a little competition out there today. Well, there's the tournament's over. It's Friday and Saturday. 
Oh, it, it's wrapped up. Okay. Yeah, it's wrapped up. But I mean, you know, after all. Well, you can go. You can go pick up the scraps now, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> might be a lot of float. Might be a lot of floating ones I can net up or something. Yeah, you might have some floaters you can scoop up. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple here. I don't. And luckily, I was able to get a little live because I'm probably going to need it today. Right. Uh, if I can get out there, if the channel's not too dirty, I'll catch something for them. Right. But yeah, that's about it. They were here early, gung ho. I'm pulling up there already here. All right. Well, hey, man. I'll let you get to it, Robert. Appreciate the update from down there in Port Isabel. Yeah. If somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you, how they get a hold of you, buddy? Yeah, September's a good month here. One of my favorites. Uh, 956-433-1389. All right, bud. All right, Robert. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next week. Be safe. Okay, thanks, Mickey. Thank you, Robert. See you, man. Yeah. All right, that's Captain Robert Savillo down in Port Isabel. Let's go to uh, Mike Smith in Port La Vodka this morning. Mike, what's up? Is it a Bloody Mary morning? Yeah, yeah. Every morning. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, buddy? Sunshine, blue skies, brother. Life is awesome. good. Uh, I'm fishing one-handed again. Uh-uh. What did you do now? Ripped another rotator cuff. Man, you are, you're just a walking disaster, dude. Well, I've always thought I was as big as Mickey Eastman from Galveston, Texas, you know. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> what, what's that old saying? John Daly goes, hey, I'm never hurt because you can't pull fat. <laughs> That's right. No, I ripped out my left one again. That's twice on my left one. And How'd you I've do that on your it. motorcycle? No, sir. Uh, actually, I really don't know how I did it this time. I may have been drunk. Uh, that's you possible. Think? You think? <laughs> no, uh, you know, that's the second time I've done my left one. Uh, God. I've got the MRI everything. I'll go in for surgery in a couple of weeks. And then on the right one, you know, they, I ripped it once, you know, back in Trout Master days. And then I ripped it again. They replaced my right shoulder. So that's four rotator cuffs. And uh, I hold the record for that. Mm. Yeah, the amount of rotator cuffs. That's what the doctor told me. But he'll go into it and see if he can fix it again, and it is what it is. I'm still using the hook on a loop around my neck to hold the rod when I reel. <laughs> but the boys that are catching fish down here locally, you know, they're hitting the rivers and the creeks. The Lavaca yeah. River, it gets deep. And, uh, you know, this is shallow bay, Lavaca Bay is. Sure. So it's hot. I mean... I went wade fishing like a week ago, and it was early in the morning, and the water was warmer than the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, and it was like 80-something degrees. That's the way it is here, 89 and 90 every morning, man. Oh, yeah. And, you know, water. Well, you're probably over 100 every day there. Well, yeah. temperature, but I'm talking about uh, water temp, you know, 89. Oh, yeah. 90. It just. Uh, oh, no, it's. It's ridiculous, but uh, the boys are doing well when they're fishing deep out there when they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, some are trolling rattle traps and doing real well. Not on bigger fish, but keepers anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just the way the dove are going stupid. You know, I've cultivated the corn already down here, and the dove are just stacked up. I'm hearing that and, everywhere all through South Texas, man. It's just going to be 
absolutely stupid. And my cows, I've got a sprinkler set up out behind my barn near my water trough for my cows. Uh-huh. And I got it set up for 1 o'clock every day. And the cows, it'll only go for 15 minutes. You know, it's a big sprinkler. And right. those cows pack up around that puppy. I bet they do. They're always there about 30 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on the timer to go off. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's funny as I'll get out. You know, you can, if you just look out there, if you see the cows moving, you know it's fixing to go off. So you, you set the clock by it. Unreal. But uh, I got plenty of trees out in that pasture, but they just, uh, I feed up front, you know, so I can count my cows, check on them, make all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but now I can just go out there and count anyway, because, yeah. I've done real good this year with the amount of heifers. And I only had one bull calf and uh, seven little heifers this year. That bull done good. Good. So, yeah, very good. That young bull's not going to be a bull much longer. I just don't like to take care of it during all this heat. He's like his daddy. So. <laughs> He's done good. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I know. Number eight's still here with me. Well, that's um, good. That's that's Logan. That's yeah, he'll be with me forever. Uh, yeah. Jake's got ten more months before he retires from the army. Jake, this man, has it been that long already? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, he's been in over nineteen years. I've been wearing this dang dog tag. You know, Daddy wore mine yeah. uh, while I was in the army, and so my son asked me if I was going to wear his. I said, "Yeah, I'll wear it until you get out." Been wearing his dog tag over 19 years. Every good dog's got to have a tag, baby. Yeah, and uh, my grandson, Jake's son, Matthew, Matt, he come up and enlisted about a a little over a month ago. He said, hey, Pappy, you going to wear my dog tag? I said, no, son, that's your daddy's job. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to let you go, Mickey. All right, Michael. Hey, good to hear from you, man. Sorry about your rotator again. You know uh, what? There's comes a point in the man's life and he's slow down just a little bit. Uh, when you stop, you die, Mickey. Well, I know yeah, that, I'm but, a- I mean, you can still do things. <laughs> just, you know, you're not 25 anymore. You multiply that down to three and you're getting really close. <laughs> that, there you go. That's what I'm saying. I made my point. I'm looking for my fifth ex-wife. Yeah, well, good luck. Have at it. What are you getting? Stay to Texas, <laughs> yeah, yeah. seven of them legally. All right, man. Okay, say hi to Rhonda. <laughs> I will. I'll have you, brother. All right, see hey, you, man. Keep me on the line so I can let you All right, you heard that, Jay. Keep him on the line. All right, well, next up we'll go to Rick and Captain Joe and Dave. Y'all hang on. I'll get to you when I can. All right, well. The Belleville Meat Market this week, they're double featuring their pepper, bacon, pecan smoked sausage and their Texas blend smoked sausage. That's an all-natural smoked sausage. It's inspired by their original garlic recipe. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available and on special seasoned chicken leg quarters for just $1.29 a pound. They're now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. Hot dogs are available in original and cheddar and custom custom processing on pigs and calves all year long you can actually order a half calf or hind quarter and have it processed any way you like 
and wild game processing. They make Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. Bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. The Belleville Meat Market celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Radio. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, phone lines are open for the remainder of the program. If you care to give us a call, got a good story for us, outdoor-related, we'd love to hear about it. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, next up is Rick Bice. Rick, good morning. What's up? Good morning, Captain Mickey. What's happening? Can you hear me? Can yes. you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, um, I was listening to you and uh, Captain Lynn talk about rattlesnakes and deer feeders and deer stands. And and uh, I, I was trying to decide, do I want to talk about rattlesnakes or I want to talk about deer feeders and deer stands? So I'm going to go with the deer feeders and deer stands. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, raccoons... If you got a deer feeder, you got raccoons, and and they are an ingenious animal on how to destroy stuff. Okay, and I don't care how high you put it, you just can't hardly keep them away from it. And the they're as pesky evolution, as squirrels. They're they're just as bad. They're nasty. They're they're smart. The evolution of deer feeders has come a long ways in just fifteen years. 
all my feeders, you know, back in the day were up on legs, you know, and three or four legs and had cranks and, and, uh, uh, you had to have a ladder, you know, those days are gone if you're smart. Uh, they have these low profile feeders. I call them old man feeders. You just pull up to them for a core in them and they are 100% hog and coon proof. You don't have to tie them down. And, um, but Even prior to that, cows can't turn them over. Oh, okay. I mean, they can bump them around, but they ain't going to turn it over. Right. Anyways, um, the I, I tried everything in the world to keep a coon from tearing up my feeders when I had, had them on legs. And, man, I did everything. I, I tie wrap carpet taps, tack strips, <laughs> axle grease, uh Crisco, all, all I did was ruin and tear up a lot of shirts and get a lot of cuts, okay? But I finally figured out how to stop that coon from going up that leg of that feeder. 100% guaranteed I can stop them, and it's easy. Let me tell you what it is. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, now that you brought it up, sure, you got our attention. Okay, here's the deal. Get you some sewer pipe, thin wall sewer pipe, white sewer pipe, three to four inch diameter. Cut you about three and a half, four foot piece. And right at the top, not the end, let's don't call them ends here. In this conversation, we're going to use a top and a bottom. And drill you a little hole right at the top of, stand that pipe up, drill you a hole right at the top. Tire you a piece of iron wire to it, slide it up on that leg, and then tie it off to your feeder where the wire is on the bottom side of that PVC pipe. Because when that coon starts trying to crawl up that pipe, it'll spin him off. I got now, you. If you if you put the wire on the top side of that pipe and tie it off, he can balance it. And he'll climb it. Yeah. If you put it on the bottom, it'll spin him off every time. I've got too much video and too many pictures of it spinning them off. I know it I'll works. And it, it, I mean, when I went to those, I started saving a lot of money and on corn and feed and protein and everything else. And today, all I have is six feeders, and I, I don't. I'm not mad at deer anymore, so I don't really hunt much. But I see deer every right. day. I watch them. I love watching them. And um, I only reason I have feeders is I put them on properties I have for sale so potential buyer can kind of see, you know, kind of what's out there when we're driving around. It'll draw deer into the country and, and uh, I'll get, I got cameras on all but one. And uh, so I don't know what happened to one. I guess a spaceship got it or something, but it ain't there no more. <laughs> but anyways, I wanted to share that tip because I'm telling you, if you don't believe me, try it. But, but you got to make sure you hang it from the bottom side and you get it about a foot, foot and a half off the ground, three foot, depending on how tall your legs are, how long your legs are right. on your feet, or if you still got them old feeders. But, boy, I got rid of them when they come out with these these uh, 
low profiles and man you can just an old guy like me i can just pull up there on a four-wheeler huh. with three four hundred pounds of feed and just dump it in there no ladder no cranks no nothing right and uh and, and they're on skids i can literally if i really want to do it i can load one in the back of the truck by myself yeah but two people can easily pick one up, and I'm talking a 300 or they come in the ones I use. They come in a three or a 600 pound capacity, right? And I can't think of the name of them. You see them everywhere. Yeah. But they are coon proof. They've got a cage under them that they are not getting to, and uh, it, it's, it's it's just the best thing since sliced bread. And uh, I have more than paid for mine. Uh, in save my money savings on uh, tore up shirts and blue jeans by getting grease or tack strips tearing them and band-aids yeah no joke so anyways i just wanted to share that but i'd like to talk about some of my little stories about our little friendly snaky sneaky snake rattlesnake oh, i yeah. got a few of those myself well tell us a good one or a bad one, however you look at it. <laughs> well, I'll give you one quick one. I was over in the hill country on a deer lease that I'd never been on before. And the guy was thinking about selling the place. But he told me, he says, go over there to deer hunt. It's full of deer. I said, well, okay. So me and my brother took off. We pitched us a tent. This was back in the day. And uh, we had our four-wheeler in the back of the truck. And I said, Where's, where do I go? He said, just go up this road till you hit a fence, take a right, go down the fence, you hit a corner, go back down. He said, make sure you got a light on. He said, there's a great big rock ledges. He said, you're going to drive right over them rock ledges, and there's a big old tree. And he says, I've got a deer stand that's leaned up against that tree, got a wood ladder stand. And he said, just climb up there where you're looking down the fence and out across that country. You're on a real high spot. So I take off. I get over there. I park my four-wheeler at the corner. I walk about 100 yards. I crawled over them rocks. I climbed up in that deer stand. Well, it started getting hot. And I thought, well, I hadn't seen anything. And I was just about to get down. And he told me to shoot a doe if I saw one. Well, unfortunately, one walked out. So I shoot this doe. And so I start climbing down, and I'm looking down. Well, that rock ledge was nothing but a big cavern, and all them rattlesnakes was coming out to the sun. Oh, boy. And they were all underneath my deer stand. Oh, man. And I thought, how in the world am I going to get out of this deer stand? I'm not shooting this 270 down there in them rocks. Not right, not no higher than I was. Right. And I'm going to tell you what, you wanted to see a tap dance. I finally had to go for it. And I had to do a little tap dance down through there. But I, I survived it. But I tell you what, that's a pretty bad feeling looking down and every, every, Everywhere on the ground, there's a rattlesnake crawling or, or, or coiled up right right at the bottom of your deer stand. That's not good. No, no, it wasn't pretty. Mm. And uh, but that's one I, I always remember that one. 
Yeah, but, I don't uh, think I'd I've, forget that. No, that's just one that comes to mind. But I've dealt with them a lot. I've had places down in South Texas. I can relate to Blaine and what he's dealing with. I've had to deal with it. They, you know, a snake can get anywhere. Don't think he can't. They can get their head through a spot. They can crawl through it just like a rat. You better believe it. And I don't care what kind of snake it is. The worst ones about climbing are them dead gum chicken snakes. Them suckers, yeah. they're climbers. <laughs> Heart attack snakes. And, uh, <laughs> oh, good gosh. Yeah. But anyways, that's all I got this morning, Mickey. I all appreciate right, Rick. you and your show, and, and I love listening to it. All right. Appreciate it. See you, man. Thank you. All right. All right. Phone lines are open. 713-572-4610. Next up after this break, Captain Joe and Guitar Dave. Y'all hang on. I'll get to you. Well, first I need to tell everyone about 13 Fishing's Concept Reels. I use them. They're sweet. They're sleek. They're stylish. They're just what you expect from 13 Fishing. They're all new Concept Series Reels, all their new Gen 2s they have out. They're more than just a pretty package. They're loaded with all the great features season anglers want. They feature anti-corrosion ceramic hybrid bearings. They cast like a dream. And the concept has a huge 22-pound bulldog drag system that can stop even the toughest inshore giants. And the concept series reels from 13 Fishing, they boast a dead stop and a reverse system, an airhead line guide, and some of the sweetest handles you've ever put your hands on. And all this is streamlined into a package to easily wrap your hand around for maximum comfort, castability, and control. Stop by your local retailer. Demand to learn more about 13 Fishing's Concept Reels. Check them out on the web at 13fishing.com. That's Concept Series Reels from 13 Fishing. Make your own luck. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment of today's show. We do have a line or two available. If you care to call in, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. 
All right, let's go to Captain Joe next. Joe, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Did what's going on, Mickey? There you are. Well, yeah, what's up, Joe? Oh, not much. Uh, I guess I was trying to get some information. Have you heard anything about snapper season when it's closing? Well, I know the charter guys are still able to catch them, and I don't, you know, it's going to go towards the end of the month, I think, 24th or something, they're saying. Yeah, I think charter guys don't go to the 25th. Or maybe 25th. Yeah, I don't yeah. don't quote me on anything. I'm not up to snuff on those exact dates. Yeah. So you hadn't heard nothing on the uh, recreation? No. What about no, the sure. uh, AJs? I heard this is going to be the only month this year for AJs. That's what they're saying. That's what I'm hearing from Jeff and them. Yeah. I just wondered. Now, I got some people that they've been calling me about every weekend asking me for some numbers that they don't have. They bought a book, and they wanted more numbers, so I gave them more. And a couple guys went out last weekend. They did pretty good. They got a limit of snapper on one drift. They said they averaged out around 14, 15 pounds. I said, that's that's a pretty good fish. <laughs> Good eating size. But anyway, I was mainly just wanting to know about the, you know, when the season was going to end. I kind of wanted to go this year, but uh, I doubt if I'm going to make it. Yeah. I ain't got no wheels. My wife got her car, but she's not going <laughs> to let me take her car all day. <laughs> she goes, well. I ain't going to be without wheels. Need to hitch a ride, got, man. Huh? Need to hitch yeah, a ride. My yeah, my daughter, uh, she took my truck back in May, and she said, well, I'm going to come come back and see you, you know, June. Well, here it is, August. I called her, and I said, well, when are you going to bring my truck back? And, well, I'm going to ship it down. I'm not going to be able to make it down. I said, oh, okay. But, well. uh. Hopefully she'll do that. Maybe I can uh, go fish. <laughs> yes. All right, Joe. Well, hey, man, throw your number out. Somebody wants to call you about some numbers. Okay, it's 979-921-5029. And also, I got a new cash app. It's dollar sign, real thing. 49. So a lot of people have been wanting to pay, you know, like through a cash app or something. So that way they can pay that way if they don't want to send a check or a money order. But anyway, that's all I have. Uh, Like I said, I was just wondering when uh, the snapper was going to be over. And uh, I'd like to make a trip. (laughs) All right, bud. See you, okay. Joe. All right, man. All right, next up, let's go to Guitar Dave. Dave, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. Captain Mickey. Hey, yeah, I, man, I'm kind of in the same skip or little boat as Joe, man. I, I left my lights on this morning. I had to walk up here with my dog, Boomer, to, make, to get my parking lot clean, so I'm just sitting here listening. <laughs> you know, and, and there's a cool breeze coming. It seems like it's coming out of the south. 
Easter over here somewhere, but it feels good, you know, not too bad. But no, uh, hey, uh, what I was going to talk about is, oh, the raccoons. And, uh, you know, them them dudes are smart. And I, I told you the story a long time ago when they were uh, building Lake Conroe. Uh, we were over there at Stubblefield Lake Bridge in, in – uh, Man, this is when they had Stubblefield Lake Park, which is still there, and it's a great place to go. But if we were over there down in, down way down the channel over there in, in the lake, and man, we, we caught a bunch of mud cats. Man, we were so proud of them. You know, you were 1969, 70, maybe. And anyway, we put them in a bucket. We had an aerator in there. We wasn't going to eat them. We probably would have put them back. But we all went down and laid in the tent, and all of a sudden we heard this caterwauling we jumped up me and my brother about six or seven of us kids my uncle lewis and my dad they just laid in their cots over there <laughs> we run outside to my right i could hear a scream and all of a sudden behind us we could hear a scream and then we turned around and then we heard a scream back to my right and then when i turned back around that raccoon grabbed a, a stringer and started pulling all the mud cats off and was gone into the bushes man you know they're they're trained. <laughs> so, man, they're a big, they got a lot of practice. You know, and 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 what kills me is when they stand up on their hind legs with, the, you know, and then they wash their hands when they eat. You know that that's uh, wow, that that's a very strange thing. But uh, yeah, a lot of overall, cat mix. Cute, but uh, they're not to me. They're a nuisance. No, they're not no pet. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't want you don't want a pet squirrel. You don't want a pet raccoon. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. You know, I you know, uh, and I like and I kind of like cats, but man, cats they're kind of on their own. You know what I mean? They they got their own uh, territory. But my dogs, man, wow, they they're the best of the best. And uh, but no no. Hey, and everything, I'm, like, I'm sitting right here right now, and I'm to call my buddy Marion, uh, my accordion player, to come and get me here in a minute. But, uh, man, I'm looking around. Everything's pretty calm over here right now. But, man, sometimes here, uh, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. Thursday and Friday at 4 o'clock by my house. I mean, it must have been five houses, four or five houses over. I heard, like, five or six gunshots. I didn't hear no ambulances or anything like that. But, you know. Man, you know, when you hear stuff like that, you want to duck and hide, you know. Uh, but anyway, safety is the, the best hood, thing. Man. All right. I hear you. Hey, Captain. Hey, hey, let me let me tell you. O.C. McCrimmon would say, God bless us. God keep us. And please, God, help us, man. We God bless America. We need some help, man. All right. Okay. Later. All right. All right. Henry, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. How are you? Hey, Captain, how you doing this morning? Good. What's up? <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I, I, I'm a, I'm an old POC salt, uh, old Mick. I mean, old Lynn's one of my buddies, you know, and Good we hang out down there. They we talk a lot. Any better than Lynn. They don't come no better than that, buddy. No, they don't. But uh, but uh, I enjoy sitting around with him and, and talking, uh, hearing stories. But uh, he sent me a picture a while ago during the break. He texted me a picture of a rattlesnake swimming on that pretty green water in Fort O'Connor, and that, that brings back memories. The only time I ever had a rattlesnake want to crawl up to me, swim up to me while I was waiting, was down there in P. 
POC, and I was waiting over there by Dewberry Island. And that snake wanted to crawl up <laughs> on me, and the bank's like 30 yards behind me, and I kept moving over, and he'd follow me. So I went back to the boat. I, I gave him the whole damn shoreline. They said, you <laughs> I had one do that to me, not a rattlesnake, but a big old yellow, bright yellow snake. I don't know what he was. Never seen one since or before. Huh. And, uh, yeah, he wanted to crawl up on me. Uh, I was over in fish pond, and uh, I watched him come all the way across. Boy. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I finally had to crawl up in the boat and get away from him. I'm telling you. He looked vicious. He looked mean. Well, when but, you're uh, fishing down there, I always say, when I get back to the boat, before I, I crawl up on the ladder to get back in the boat, I'll look around on the floor to see if there's a snake laying in the boat. <laughs> I'll do that, too. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But I got this uh, I got this thing about these shoreline burners. I just got to vent a little bit. Uh, Go ahead. You know, I'd love I, to I, hear it. Give us your opinion on that. It's probably a lot uh, better than mine. <laughs> well, I, I was born down there in, in POC, New Year's Day in 1958. So I've seen a lot. You know, I've been through it. Right. And, and you know, uh, I think the biggest uh, the biggest problem we got with these big trout trying to live is these guys blowing through there. Uh, mm-hmm. Down there, it's really bad, really bad. And if you look at the demise of the big trout population, you can almost correlate it with the the popularity of these boats, right? Right. I mean, if you think about it t- in a timeline wise. Mm-hmm. So these these uh, these guys, these fish are up there. They're trying to live. They're trying to spawn. Uh, they're trying to eat. They're trying to do their thing. That's where they want to be. Because a big trout is slow. She's slow. She's not a speed fish. She can't live out there with the sharks and the porpoises, right? Exactly. So she she wants to be up there with the food, and and she wants to lay her eggs. And so you think about it, you got a guy, and I tell him all the time. I said, look, guys, we know your boat will run six inches of water. It'll also run in three foot of water. Yeah. You ain't got to run it up here. Fifty feet of water. Yeah. Yeah. So here she is. She's up there. She's done. She's ready to do her thing. She's gonna lay her eggs up here. You know, a couple feet of water, foot of water, whatever. She wants. She's that's where she wants to live. That's where she she's at. And uh, and so here comes the boyfriend. He come up there. He gonna put a little milk on him. And you know, and they and here comes this. Uh, you know, it's like a chainsaw coming through your bed. A guy, naked guy, running through your bedroom <laughs> with a chainsaw. When you're ready to get frisky with mama. Yeah. That's the way, that's the way I think about it. And and so I'm on them all the time. You know, and I try to educate them. Because I think it's a really, really bad thing. You think about Port O'Connor down there at uh, the Cedars. Yeah. Probably the greatest speckled trout uh, 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 destination, trout catching destination in the world back in the day. They're running through there so much now that it, that that you're lucky to catch three keepers off of there. You know, yeah, I mean, you got to work way through there. They all got to run through there. All of them. And I'm saying, just go around. Yeah, move out a hundred yards. Just go around Just and, run and out leave. Deep. Run out deep and look in. That's the way we fish up here. We run out deep and look in, and locate yeah. fish, and then drop off plane and idle in and get out. Mickey, I've got a I've got a a, a, a pathfinder. Ain't no shallow boat, and 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 pretty much I fish all these guys because I just shut down, ease in to waste right. deep water where I can, where I can bail out, and then I go. 
they'll run through all these. They'll run down the shoreline in in, in a foot of water. They'll jump out and fish in their wheel wash. Oh I'm yeah, like, come I've on guys. That. I see that up here too. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, come on guys. Yeah. So you know, anyway, that's my that's my rant of the day. Right. Uh, but you know, I just trying to educate them, man. I I know they want to fish. I know they want to catch fish, but they ain't gonna catch them. They keep doing that. Well, people listen, but sometimes they don't hear. Yeah, and they running them big old trout out there deep, and them sharks are just loving it, and them folks oh, are just yeah. loving it, you know. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, <laughs> but right, I appreciate Henry. you, brother. Hey, thank you, man. Appreciate the call. Have a good Sunday. All right, man. Later. Okay, we'll see All you, right. man. Bye-bye. All right, next up, let's go to John. John, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Uh, yes, sir. Good morning. Say, I have a uh, situation here. I... Uh, Jumped up real quick and purchased a Colorado hunting license in a unit. Uh, someone may have hunted there before, unit 391 and 461. And my predicament is there's no public access into the National Forest or BOM except through private property. Uh, how does a person go about finding the people that will charge them to go through their property to get into the national forest uh the unit that i yeah the unit that i uh would draw uh, that i bought not knowing uh the situation um i'm i'm pretty well locked out of the national forest public uh access land yeah. Not, yeah all right you're in a uh, I, don't, I don't know what yeah, to tell yeah. you on that i don't uh, uh I, I thought about calling it Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, either uh, I don't, that or I don't, the Colorado, you know, wildlife, something like that, and see how that works. You know, something I thought they would at least have easements, you know, an easement road you could go through to get to that area. No, sir, I don't I don't believe it's uh, all private property. And from what I gather, you have to pay, I don't know, whatever they want to charge. Uh, you know, Teddy Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt set all this up for the, the working man to hunt, and uh, they just sort of got a monopoly on that area. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, but I have until August twenty, August tenth, to turn in this hunting license that I have for units. And they got uh, like like the old TV show, not in Kansas anymore. When you go up there, they you got to follow uh, rules. Yeah, well, you better get to work, man. You're running out of time. Yes, you better find out something, yes, man. Yes, sir. So if somebody knows anything about how this all works, this I'm all new to this, this learning, uh, please contact me at uh, – I'll i throw my uh, e email address out there. I, all right. I guess uh, that is K-M-I-E-C-R-O-G-E-R, -E -E numeral 17, at Gmail. Okay. And uh, just send it to, from Bob Stevens, I mean, uh, uh, the radio show, and I'll I'll know that that's pertaining to the uh, predicament I'm in. All right. Well, good luck with that. Okay. Yeah, you got a great show, man. I've been listening since I was just a little old seven-year-old kid. There you go. And uh, that was with old Bob Stevenson. Uh, yeah. Uh, Happy and then Junior. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. Right, right. Yeah, uh, but it's you're a bona fide I'm early kinda, morning sicko. Oh yeah, that's true. I uh, I listen to you. I work nights for many years, and uh, 
I listen to y'all, but I, I've got away from that, and I'm uh, getting back in the the groove. Okay. But you got a good you got a good show, Mickey. Appreciate it. Thank you, John. You have a good Sunday, buddy. See you. Yes, sir. All right. Thank good you. luck. All right. Uh, last call of the day. Let's get to him. Vernon. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, long time. How you, how you doing? Yeah, it's How's been that? a while. Where you been hiding? Oh, been you know, at, uh, ever since you told me to go to the chiropractor, it's been uh, it's been a pretty good ride, but uh, turned out pretty good. Thanks a lot. You pretty much saved my leg, actually. Well, uh, I'll tell yeah. you, man. That's uh, when all else fails. Try them first before surgery yeah. or any anything like that. And it uh, they, I had some issues twenty years ago, maybe maybe a little longer than that. And, uh, boy, they, they fixed me up, man. He aligned me and got me back in the groove. Yeah, well, mine was a little, a little bit more difficult, but uh, he sent me in the right direction. Once I went, he realized how bad the deal was. Uh, my backbone was shrinking on my spinal cord, and I had, uh, like, nine cysts. They had to cut out seven inches of my backbone. Oh, and, Lord. Oh, yeah. But uh, the funny part <laughs> Funny part is, in recovery, the doctor come in and said, "Well, you'll be, able, you'll still be able to play golf." Uh, and I looked at him. I said, "You know, uh, here I'm laying here. I'm a fat man, and you know, what makes you think I play golf?" <laughs> he said, "Well, you know, anybody brings a, a pitcher wedge into the recovery room must be sick or something." <laughs> anyway, so he he kind of knew I like you know like the golf game. So anyway, I appreciate that, and uh, he he taught me that uh, if I. Well, the chiropractor told me, you know, I'm just saying this so anybody else happens to come across the, uh, the the sciatic nerve problem, take it seriously because if you if you let it run too long, it can give you you'll end up with a prosthetic on your foot. It'll be a floppy foot. Wow. And uh, and and I was he said about after four months you can't recover from that. And I was right at four months getting my operation. So and I had to fight to get it back. But anyway, that's just to let people know if, if you get it. You know, it hurts, and the sciatic nerve is a pain, believe me. Oh, it's it's horrible. And it turned turn to find out it was like seven or eight cysts. But anyway, all that was because you told me to go to the corporate, and I appreciate it, you know, like that. So other than that, uh, I just have a great day, and, and I'll be calling you on and off. I would like to find out what's the deal with the crabs. I, I can't get them to get in my, my – I mean, I've, I've tried everything, all kinds of stuff. Are they still deep, you think, or what? Well, uh, no, that, up my way, you know, the guys that put traps off their piers, shallow, are doing good. It's just wherever you're at, you don't have any crabs, sounds like to me. I, I, I guess. I mean, I, if, you I got mean cra- to... if you've got crabs and you bait a trap and throw it out, they're going to get in there. If you don't yeah. have any crabs, you, do, you know, it's like going fishing. If you're not on the fish, you're not going to catch them. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I've tried to uh, I'll put a catfish in there you know or like say but uh okay uh, yeah I'll, even, I'll even though chicken leg will work in them chicken leg quarter or whatever but uh if you don't have crabs they're not gonna get in there brother i, I think them barges that's coming by i'm on a canal over on the right there on the intercoastal and that them, you know they come by and they wave hell you can ride a surfboard on them you know in and out and then low tide right. you can ground but maybe that's my problem maybe i should just go out uh, a little bit and set them do i have to have a permit to set those out in the no, water? No, just, uh, you know, a tag on there, you know, up on the top of the float with your uh, license number and name and the date you put them out. You have to redate them every 10 days. 
Okay. Well, that's cool. Hey, uh, appreciate all the info and good talking to you again. All right, Vernon. I'm glad you're doing better, buddy. Take care. Man, hey, I've been to play some golf. <laughs> there you go, man. See you, bud. Okay, have a good one. Later. All right. Well, that wraps it up. That's the end of today's show. And, uh, hey, we'll see you next week. We'll be back here bright and early at 4 a.m. on Thursday morning right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 